Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Thirsty for Christ podcast with me, Makisha, where we are hungering and thirsting after our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you all for tuning back in with me. Um, This is part two of When Tragedy Strikes Twice, tribute to my brother Jabari. Um, Thank you all. If you listened to the first one, um, that's great. And thank you for coming back to listen to the second one. If you are here, but you didn't listen to the first one, I would strongly encourage you to listen to the first one as well as this one. Um, so I'll be sharing my testimony, uh, pretty much that's really what this is. Um, so I'll be sharing my testimony in this. Um, and letting you all know how I felt when when he died, and I felt like giving up. That's that's where I left off at in part one. So let me pray first, and then we'll dive right into it. Father God, I thank you so much for allowing me to be here today. Thank you for waking me up this morning, God. Lord, I even thank you for waking the person up who is listening to this. Thank you for waking them up this morning, Lord. Father God, I just want to ask you to have your way in this segment today, God. I pray that this testimony will help and encourage someone, oh God, even though it is, I'm talking about a time of of mourning and hurt for me, oh God, I still understand that there is a purpose in my pain, that there's a reason that I have a testimony and I can help someone else who may be experiencing similar emotions um, from mourning or from whatever it is. It may not be even mourning, but still experiencing um, something that makes them want to give up like I felt. So God, I pray that you will just give me the grace to go forth with this word. I pray that you will give me the strength to go forth with this word. God, I pray that your spirit is increased, oh God, in me that my flesh may decrease, oh God. I pray that you would just have your way, God. God, come in and and minister this word, oh God. Don't even let them hear me, but God, you ministered this word on today. God, I pray that every heart and mind be open and receptive to what it is that you have to say. God, I thank you and I love you so much, God. I ask that you will forgive me of all of my sins, thought, word, and deed, oh God. Anything that I've done knowingly and unknowingly, oh God. Forgive me and truly, truly, truly help me to do better. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start right off with, I'm gonna start where I left off. The last one where I was telling you all about the different emotions that I was feeling and um, and how I, I wanted to give up. So I'm just going to share this story, I guess. So um, so maybe this was maybe a couple of days after Jabari passed or maybe it wasn't even a couple of days, probably was a few weeks. I'm not sure. Like I told y'all before, around the time when that happened, my mind was really shot. 
So I I don't remember a lot. Um, yeah, it's it's just re really hazy around that time. So I don't know exactly how many days or weeks. I have no idea. I just know it was around the time after he passed. So I was in the car driving and all of these different emotions and thoughts were just playing in my head. You know, I was just thinking about, you know, Jabari, thinking about Anthony, also thinking about all the neighborhood kids that we grew up with that lost their life just in the past year or two. Um, just how death has just been just rampant the past really three years um, around us and thinking about stuff like that is depressing. And that's what I was just, I was hurt. Like I was just thinking about just everything. I was thinking about my stepdad, how he almost lost his life. Um, and he had to lose his legs. So I was, I was just thinking about a lot of depressing things. And I had got to a point where I was like, I was thinking about it so much to where I had let the enemy take over. And I was like, you know, I'm done. I'm done with the gospel. I'm done being saved. Like, where is this joy that God promised? Where is this peace? Where is this happiness? Um, and I was like, there's no purpose. I might as well just just be in the world. So at that moment, you know, I, I had turned on my radio and of course it was gospel music playing because that's all I play on my radio. And, and okay, let me park there for just a second. Cause I got a word right there too. For all of y'all who say you're saved, but yet you constantly listen to worldly music. There's something wrong with that. And then when you listen, when, whenever the small time that you do listen to gospel, you only listen to it when you feel like when you feel like you're down or when you're not in a good space and then you're like oh I just need some gospel music to help encourage me and then when you get the encouragement when you feel better you go back to listening to mess and that that's not right yeah a lot of people actually do that with God you know when they down they then they want to turn with God and they turn to God and they do all this stuff try to go to church do all that then when they feel like they're good again they, they go back to the world um, so they only use God when they need him. So it's the same with gospel music. People only really listen to it when, you know, they feel like listening to it. So, you know, I, I just want to talk about that for just a second. We can't say that we're full of the Holy Ghost. We're full of his spirit, but yet we're allowing nonsense into our spirit. We're allowing ungodly music in our, in our spirit, you know, it's, it's not right. It, it doesn't make sense. You know, there should be, well, no, there should not be a balance to worldly and gospel music in your life. It shouldn't be balanced 
the gospel music should always come out on top. You should listen to more gospel than you do worldly music. Now, eventually, because I understand certain things are a process and it's, it just won't happen overnight. So eventually, you know, you'll come to the point, you'll come to the place in your life when you've reached a certain level of maturity and you'll be like, you know, I don't ever want to listen to this. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to listen to worldly music at all. I just listen to straight gospel music. But like I said, it's a process for some people. So for the most part, if, if you're still new to it, then try to listen to more gospel than you do worldly music. And then eventually as you grow, you'll get to the point where you just don't want to ever listen to it. Um, with me, for example, I, I have no desire to listen to worldly music at all. When I do listen to it, I'm either around people and I don't, I don't have control over what they listen to. You know, like if I'm around my brothers and my sisters, I listen, I listen to it because I'm with them or whatever the case may be. But if it's just me on my own, I, that music is just not even a factor. So that's just something that, that I just wanted to bring attention to. Um, the type of music that you let in your spirit. So, okay. So let me get back to the story. So, yes, I was like, I'm not listening to gospel music no more. I turned on, um, I, I, tur I turned the station to worldly music. And I didn't, I didn't even know what the heck I was listening to because I don't listen. I, I don't know who these are, new artists are. I don't know these songs, you know. <laughs> I remember when we was I, we we was joking me and my little brothers and sisters like I don't know who these people are because I'm not in the world. So if if I was to go somewhere and meet some celebrity, I wouldn't even know who they are because <laughs> I don't listen to them. I I would have no idea. They like Keisha, you don't know who such and such such is. You don't know who that is. Everybody know who that. No, I don't know. If if I was to go somewhere and meet them, I would have no idea who they is. I would walk straight past them like they were just normal people on the street. Um. So yeah, I, I didn't know what the heck I was listening to. So I turned to what's what's familiar to me. Um. So I turned on like. 90s gospel not gospel i turned on 90s r&b because that's what i i used to that was my music you know so i turned on that and i was um just driving in my own little world god forbid he didn't take me out right there because i probably would have went to hell um like seriously because <laughs> i had made a decision like i was like the Bible say, choose ye this day who you going to serve. I had literally made a decision in my mind that I was not going to serve God. Um, so thank God for the grace that was on my life. Because what, well, what if I got in a car accident after that? Like, who knows? So, I mean, and that's why I praise God the way I do today. Because thank you, Jesus, for your grace and your mercy that was on my life. Oh, Lord. So that's why when people 
people see me praise, they don't really understand why I praise the way I do. They don't understand these tears. They don't understand why I be screaming and crying and acting crazy because y'all just don't know what God has brought me from. Y'all just don't know what I go through on a daily basis. So, anywho. Um, so, yep, I'm just driving in my own little world. So, I get to my destination. Um, and I, I was going to see George. And I got to George. And, you know, I was just so down. And I, I wrote, I couldn't, I couldn't really voice it. So I wrote down all of my feelings and I, te I texted to him because with me, I'm, I'm better at showing my emotions through writing rather than, um, being verbal. So, I mean, it just comes out better when I write it out. Cause it's like, I have time to truly think about what I want to say. So I, I wrote it to him because I, I felt like that was just the best way to sh really show somebody what I was going through right now, rather than really um, making it vocal. So I text him and I, I sent him a text message and it said something like, you know, I'm giving up. I don't want to be holy anymore. I, I don't want to be godly. I'm going back to the world. You know, I think I even told him to go buy me a drink or something. I don't know. But I know it was like all bad stuff. And um, he was like, are you crazy? <laughs> you know, and he's like, no, like you don't want to go down. And his his words, his word was the dark side. <laughs> he like. You don't want to go down the dark side. You know, I'm trying to get out of the dark side. I, I'm leaving the dark side, trying to get to where you at. Well, why would you come over here when I'm trying to leave here and get to where you at? You know, so um, I was just like, you know, I, I don't care. Like, where's the joy and everything that was promised? Like, where is the peace? Like, I don't have it. And George was like, you know, well, Christians struggle, Makisha. Like, that's what they do. They they go through things. We go through things, you know, because George is saved now. Don't get me wrong. He has a, his salvation, um, his sanctification process. He's still in that process. He's not quite where I am, but he is saved. You know, he did confess out of his mouth and believed in his heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and he rose up on third day and all that stuff. So, yes, he's saved, but he's just not quite where I am yet. Emphasis on the yet. Um, so, yeah, he's like, you know, this is what we go through things. This this just because you're a Christian don't mean everything is just going to be all peaches and cream. We still have to suffer. And I, I would, and he was telling me the truth, you know, and, and I do, I thank God for him because let me, let me share something with you all. There's a lot of people, believe it or not, there's a lot of people who want to see me fall. There's a lot of people, even people who are, I won't say close to me because I keep a very, a tight knit. I am not close 
two. I probably only close to I, maybe three people on this entire earth. I am not close to a lot of people. My my circle is tight. And it's tight because I I just I know people. I have God has get, given me a gift of discernment and I, I could I could feel stuff. So I, a lot of people that say they with you, they really not with you. And a lot of people, like I said, I won't say they're close to me, but a lot of people who be in my face and be like, oh, I love you and all that stuff. Mm. I, I mean, I don't act like it. You would never know that I picked up on you. You know, I, I won't show it. I will always show love. But just know, I, I, I know you say you with me, but I, I know the truth. You know, so there's a lot of people who say they love me and be in my face and all that stuff. But I know secretly they want to see me fall. They they can't wait until they would love to see me at a bar getting drunk like they would love it. They would love for me to go back in the world. You know, they like, oh, Miss Makisha, she not as as holy as everybody thought. And like they would just love to. Let people see me down. Um, I, I just being on this journey and walk with God, he, he's allowed me to see people for who they really are. And I thank God for George because he could have easily, you know, like, OK, let's go to the club. OK, let's go to the bar. Like right after I told him that. Um. So I, I appreciated that. And I also I, I had a few other people who was really picking picking up in a spirit on me around a time when my brother had passed and they reached out and they were like, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. I mean, they was like doing it to the point where it got a little annoying, like, OK, I'm not going to give up. But I understand like they, they was picking up on me. Um and they were covering me and carrying me. So I truly appreciate those people. Because, yes, I, I wanted, I did. It's not I wanted to give up. I did give up for that short period of time. Um. So, yeah, even, I, like I said, I thank God for George. Because he had enough, even though he's not where I am, at least he had enough sense to know that what I was saying was not right. Like he had enough sense to know right from wrong, from evil, good and evil. Like he had enough sense and love for me that he didn't want my soul to perish. Even though his, whatever he got going on, his love for me was like, you know, I don't care what I'm doing. You, I don't want you doing that, you know? So, um, I, I, I thank God for that. I do. I, I truly do. So, so he's telling me all of this. And in my mind at the time, I was like, I don't care what you say. Nope. I'm giving up. I'm not, I don't care what nobody said. What, uh-uh. So it's still, even though he, what he was saying was true and everybody was saying was true, I still was not listening. You know, it's, it's some things with, with people when they go through certain things. 
God will place people around you to minister to you and, and plant those seeds. But sometimes with certain things, it literally take God himself to come and get you. And that's where, that's where I was like, you know, and, and, and that's the word, you know, the word says some plant, some water, but it's God who gives the increase. So George was there to water and plant and my other spiritual sisters were there, but it was God who needed to give me that increase because it would just was not happening just with that. So George had went to work and um, I was, I was there by myself and I was just really just, just going through mentally. And I went to the car <clears throat> and I have no idea y'all. I have no idea why on earth I went to my passenger side and I sat in my car on the passenger side with no intentions of anyone getting in the front seat to drive me anywhere. I don't, why did I get on the passenger side? I have no idea. It, I, it's like something took over my body and went to the passenger side of the car. I don't know why I went. Um, I don't know why I sat on the passenger side. I, that, that wasn't normal. I would normally sit on the driver's side. So I just went and went to the passenger side of the car and sat in the car. Across from me was a bunch of trees and like woods. And I just stared off into the woods sitting on the passenger side. And I never thought about that until now. And it's crazy because as I'm thinking about it, the Holy Spirit is like, he's saying like, you know, it wasn't you, you know, the driver's side is the operator of the vehicle. I'm getting this revelation just right now as I'm talking, y'all. The driver is the operator of the vehicle. So it's like God put me on the passenger side because he was like, you're not in control. I am. That's why my driver's seat was empty because I wasn't in control. I had to, I had to get over. And you know how people be like, Jesus, take over the wheel. Like just take the wheel over that. That's literally what happened. Like Jesus, take the wheel. So, and I just got that revelation that just now, like, as I'm talking to y'all, that's cool. But anywho, um, so I just stared off into the woods, right? And I don't know if it was God. I, I know for sure it wasn't the devil because the devil wouldn't have said no stuff like this. What I'm going to tell y'all. Devil wouldn't have said anything like that. So I know for a fact it wasn't Satan talking to me. It was definitely angelic. It was an angelic being that was talking to me. And what, what it said, what this angelic being said was, as I was staring into the woods, and I will never forget this, it said, all that stuff you were saying, it might be true. You have a right to feel the way you feel. I know all this death been happening around you. I, I know it. I know it. But the one thing that you cannot deny is the love that God has for you, Makisha. And at that moment, visions were placed in my mind of times where I was finna die 
and God spared me. He saved me. Then he brought all of the testimonies that I've ever given. He brought them back and allowed me to see how the favor of God has been on my life even before I got saved. And he let me, he reminded me of everything that the devil wanted me to forget. And at that moment, oh God, tears just came down. He said, you cannot, you cannot sit here and tell me that I don't love you. You cannot sit here and say that the favor of God has not been on your life. You can't deny that. You can, you can deny everything else, but you cannot deny the love God has for you. And I just started crying, just boohoo crying because it was true. Like God can take away everything. He could take away the whole family. Every, the whole earth could just die and I would be the only one here on earth. And I still couldn't say God has not been good. I, I couldn't fix my lips to say God don't love me. I still couldn't do it. And it was in that moment where I was like, wow, this man, I may not understand why all this bad stuff is happening. I don't understand. But what I do understand is his love for me, his, the, the favor. I, I know that, you know, the opportunities, the things that I have been given they don't come to most people. That's how I know that I, I have special, that, that I'm special in his eyesight, that I have favor with him. I, I know that. And that is what brought, brought me back. It was love, 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 love brought me back. I thank God that he loved me so much. That he brought my mind back because that's really all it is. It's in your mind. The Bible say it is with the mind that we serve God. My, the devil had my mind, but God took it right back. And I thank him that it was only just a few hours that I, oh, the, the car ride up until this point. This was all the same day. So it's not like I really went through a long period of time of being backslidden. You know, it was literally God brought me back in a few hours. I, I can't say that I was out of him for more than a few hours. And I thank him because I, I know that the type of relationship that I have with God, I could never be out of him for a whole day. I wouldn't survive. You know, and God, he can't survive without me. I, I, he can't survive. Well, I, I can't say he can't survive. God, he, he's God. Of course he's going to survive. But he wouldn't have been happy with me outside of him for more than just a few hours. You know, he was probably upset that I had gave the devil those few hours. But things happen, you know, and don't judge me. I am giving y'all my testimony. I am being truthful. I'm not ashamed that my mind went back for a few hours. Some people might go back and they, they stop going to church. They, they be years, years before they go back, come back to the Lord. I thank God that mouse was only a few hours. 
you know. But like I said, I'm not ashamed, you know, that I wanted a drink. I sure did. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not ashamed of my testimony. I'm not ashamed of the truth, you know, because it's the truth. I'm not going to get on here and lie and be like, oh, well, when my brother died, I was so full of the spirit. I was up and high and mighty in the spirit. And, you know, a lot of people, they, they look at me like that. You know, they, they, they see me and they, they see what's on the outside and they see whatever, but they forget that I'm still human. They forget that, you, I, I'm just like you, you know, I have, I have emotions just like you. I'm human, just like you. I go through things just like you probably worse. So, you know, I, I pray that I don't get judged, but I mean, I don't care if you do judge me. Only God can judge me. Um, but I say this, all of this to say that God loves you. And he will pull you out. Like I said, even if you never went through or if you haven't to, if you haven't had to go through a hard death and it's something else, you know, God loves you that he will pull you out of whatever you're going through. God loves you. And if you are listening to this. I truly believe with all that is in me that you are one of his special ones. Everybody is not special. I'm I'm just going to be honest. Everybody don't have that type of favor that 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 special that 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 specialness. I don't know if specialness is a word. It's probably not. But if you are listening to this you are so precious and special in God's eyesight. God loves you so much. And he sent me here to share this and tell you that the same way that I feel about Makisha and how I came and I pulled her out of her mess, I, I, I brought her mind back to salvation. I am going to do the very same thing for you. I love you. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing, nothing. God loves you so much. Nothing can separate you from him. Nothing, nothing. No demon in hell can sift, sift you out of his hands, can pluck you out of his hands. You are special. You are favored. You are anointed. You are powerful. Whoever is listening to this, this message is for you. And I am going to put a pen in it right there. God bless you all. I pray that my testimony has helped you in some way. Please share this. And... If you are going through mourning, know that God is truly, truly with you. I know that this is hard for you. I, I know that it's hard. But God, I'm not going to tell you to stay strong. God is your strength. God will be with you. God will uphold you with his righteous hand. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling. Just like he was able to keep me.
I pray the strength of God be upon you, before you. Even if you didn't lose anyone, I pray that the strength of God is with you. If you're battling depression or suicide or you feel like giving up, I pray that your strength will be restored in the name of Jesus, the strength of God, the grace of God. I pray that his grace is upon you today in the name of Jesus, God, strengthen the woman of God, the man of God, strengthen whoever is listening to this God, send strength, breathe strength up into their nostrils right now. I pray for grace. Thank you, Lord. Grace, grace, grace and strength. Let grace and strength be your portion on today in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Y'all be blessed. And I love each and every one of you with the love of Christ.